Hi, my name's Hope, and I'm a book slut. Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm also a book slut. And welcome to our confessions. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was going for, like, hi, my name's Hope, and I'm an alcoholic, but that's fine. <laughs> I went for, like, the whole Catholic, like, confessional. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I feel kind of like for this one, we should do, like, we're going to jail. And we have, like, our little, our signs <laughs> by the wall. And, like, you can see our height. And they're, like, case number 22 <laughs> for being a book slut. <laughs> Anyhow, so we have a lot of book boyfriends. And it's okay. It's okay. We just can't help that men written by women are so well. So chef's kiss. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing too much in this. It's ridiculous. Be prepared for a lot of laughter. That's all we can say. And give me a woman. No, give me a man. Written by a woman. <laughs> give me a woman. Yes. <laughs> as long as she's written by a woman, we're good. <laughs> Just give it both. But anywho, we're going to be focusing on the men today, written by women, and how we just want them all to ourselves. But I would like to do a PSA, and that when I read books, and I'm older than the characters, I have a tendency to age up the characters, and also some of these book boyfriends often when I was under 18, and therefore it is not as dodge as it may appear. Yeah. A lot of this was like either current read boyfriends or like from the my like <laughs> older not older but uh younger self that was like oh my gosh this character was so cute but looking back at it I'm like ooh don't judge me anywho is it bad that I'm kind of nervous to be like yep here's my list of all of the ones that I really love <laughs> No. Oh my gosh. Maybe I should have had a cup of wine before this. <laughs> Wait, you know on um you know on the the tropes podcast it ends with you going like bye and then you go, was that good? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no no I kept that in. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so you're like, I go bye and you go bye and then you just go it like goes quiet and goes is that good? <laughs> no, honestly, I think it was my favorite episode to like edit. I thought it was so funny. It was yeah. fun to record. It was really exactly, fun. and I'm hoping this one is as well. Do we want to start kind of like go? Oh yeah, so Sarah J. Mass and do it that way, or are we just gonna gonna go boom 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 and then argue over ones that we've got the same for? And <laughs> sure, because like I have like my list. There's some that are the same. Yeah. But I don't know. How do we want to? I don't know. Do we want to start with the queen of writing men? At least the queen of fantasy men? Yeah, but I'll say because there's like two queens for that. <laughs> it's the fight for the throne. All right, let's start off with the easy one. All time favorites. We will never forget about them. We'll never shut up about them. And then they're all by Sarah J. Mass. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they are. 
So we've got Reese. We have Azrael. Cassian. Hunt. Rune. Flynn. Basically every man written by Sarah J. Mass besides Tamlin are top tier men. And no one can fault me for that. So my top kind of Sarah J. Mass men have got to be Azriel from Akatar, because who don't love a broody baby who sleeps in the shadows? He's so he's so quiet and like I just get the biggest emo vibe from him and I love it. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's like oh my he's just Oh so cute. I can just see him like super tatted and Yep. Yep. (laughs) Mine though was Reese. Something about him it just I really lashed to it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> My opinions of him changed the more I read, so yeah. He yeah. needs to redeem himself, but we'll talk about that in a different episode. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a lot of work to, to pull off, but the second book, he really just had my heart, and I won't, <laughs> I just don't want that to be ruined. No, and that's what I feel like. My love for him in book two has kind of been trashed by Akasuf. Yeah. But it's it's fine. I just, we'll, we'll see. I was always more Azriel than I was Reese anyway, so. Yeah. You also yeah. think, like, that's from a different point of view, too, so. Yeah. We'll see. And then we also have Cassian, who is, I just, ugh, love Cassian as well. I love mm-hmm. all the bad boys. I... They were just all top tier for me. Yeah. The Bat Boys, and then you got the Frat Boys, and I love the Frat Boys. <laughs> I can't, like, I was so excited when you were getting introduced to them <laughs> while reading Crescent City. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you get to beat them and then understand what I'm talking about. Because I was like, the Frat Boys, and you're like, who? And I was like, just keep reading. Yeah. They were just so great. Like, and I loved them all. Like, I would love to be in, like, a four-way relationship with Rune, Flynn, and Deck. Like... You know how chaotic that would be, though? Yeah, but it'd be great. <laughs> we'd never leave the house. We'd just eat pizza and play video games and just, like... Oh, Lord. Yeah. I would have to leave the house, though. Like, I couldn't be cooped up. Okay, I go. I leave the house to go to the gym with Bryce. You know, it's all chill. Okay. Yeah, you have to have your girl moment, too. And get my nails done. Yes. Speaking of, I've so got to get mine done. I'm literally picking nail polish as we speak. <laughs> I'm picking it off my nails. I did that yesterday. I, had, I was like, I got to take them off. But Anyhow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the frat boy. So you have Rune, who is like the all-star. You got Flynn. He's the cheeky one. He's so cute. You got Declan? Yeah. Who else? He's the smart one. one I'm missing one more. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. I thought we were. 
Oh, I was trying to put the. I was trying. To, I was thinking of um, Rune and Bryce's um, cousin. What? Why? The, the the because like he had a moment where they were like all living together, hanging out. No, he doesn't count. The the frat boys to me are the ones that are equivalent to the lap boys, the main three. I know. And I'm trying not to make you say, I don't want Ethan being in it. That's who I thought you meant. <laughs> no, no, I do not. I wasn't even thinking about him. Ew. Oh, no, but okay. we don't even like Cormac, so why would we include Cormac? I don't know. I feel like he like he can have some like redeeming no. moments besides the whole being a, a bitch. No. Okay. Anywho, scratch that. Got confused. So, bat boys and our frat boys. Yeah. And then you got the biggest wingspan of them all. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. (laughs) That's for you to figure out. (laughs) 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 Sorry. That was so cheesy. (laughs) So cheesy. Anywho... I know you probably have another one or two from Sarah. So I'm still very early on in Throne of Glass. And I love Sam, but it just makes me so sad because he had so much potential and it's just like, nope, goodbye, never mind. Torn away from you, torn away. (laughs) And I saw such devastating fan art today. And honestly, it it was so sad, like genuinely devastating. From Assassin's Blade. Oof. Yeah. Don't share that with me. Yeah, I love... I love Sam. He's just so quippy. And like, yeah. Shall we move on to the contemporary queen of men written by women? Mm-hmm. Miss Colleen Hoover. Whoop, whoop! <laughs> I feel like this podcast all like it's just all Colleen and all Sarah and I'm okay with that they just create the best books and characters and I can't I can't help to love them more every single day but I do want to say we are branching out and reading some more authors we've kind of we're dipping our toes in the Leah Badugo pool you know yeah getting we're slowly slowly but surely branching out just uh give us a second to read some more (laughs) from our tbr and uh we'll have a a bigger list of book boyfriends than to discuss oh god (laughs) (laughs) it never ends (laughs) we are book sluts (laughs) for life do you want to do your list first for Miss Colleen? I think our lists are pretty similar for Colleen because I've just got um, I've got Ledger from Reminders of Him because he was just so good. So uh, wholesome. If you listen to our Reminders of Him podcast, then you'd know that my tabs for Reminders of Him were mostly Ledger's observations of Kenna and how he made her feel like he just made her out to be so poetic and beautiful and it was just like give me that he has his dick movement moments like (laughs) his movements 
Like dick move. You know when Those people too. He has his dick movements too. <laughs> he has his like dick moments where it's um he's really kind of a terrible person. Yeah. But he redeems himself so quickly and so well that it doesn't matter because he's only human, even though he's not real, but you know what I mean. He's real in our minds when it comes to reading. Yeah. And that's what matters. Yeah. Um, we also have Atlas from It Ends With Us. Yes, we do. Which, if I remember correctly, that was my, I want to say, second read of Colleen Hoover. And at first I was like, I didn't see the point in Atlas for a second. It's like the very end. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> top tier. I, it was my, so It Ends With Us was my first Coho read. Um, my friend Nicole bought me it because um, she's obsessed with it. And I was reading it and I was like, oh, right, Ryle, hi. Um, hello, who are you? And I was like, fuck off, I don't want to read about teenage actors. I went through the same thought process because I was like, why are we reading about like this other kid? Yeah. Like, why are we going through her past? I didn't understand any of that. And like the magnet. And I was like, let's focus on this other guy who's like really interesting. Until that big moment that happened. And I was like, fuck off. Where's Atlas at? I see his significance now. For real. And now I'm super excited for the sequel to come out in October. I'm yeah. so, oh, I can't wait. I know. I'm so excited. Um, who else? Oh, also Jeremy from Verity. I like Verity's my top favorite from Colleen because it's so wicked. And so, like, Jeremy is like the reason why I like him is because it's like my top favorite book from her, but I really have no reason for it. I don't like him. I think it's because he's old. That sounds weird, but in my mind, he's, like, well in his 30s. He's got kids. Just don't vibe with that. Jeremy's just a different flavor (laughs) in the book boyfriend community. Like, he's just different. And I love him for that. But on special occasions. (laughs) Like, if if you need something that's kind of like mysterious and like off-putting you read Verity for Jeremy (laughs) and like that's the that's really the only excuse is like yeah okay (laughs) I mean he was trying to do good for Verity so we'll get into that later in a different episode but that's I'm just trying to make an excuse for Jeremy that's it basically okay no judgments. Just uh, yeah, no, this is a judgment-free zone today, so. Yeah. <laughs> like every other day is judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about Miss Leah Bardugo and Herman that she's created since she's one of our most recent um, authors we've been reading. Yes. So, do you want to start? Yes, because I can go on and on about this one character, even though I haven't been given much from the two books I've read so far, um, but The Darkling. I can't help but love 
the like evil brooding dark character come back to me at the end of ruin and rising and we will rediscuss that because there are things that i wish i could say that i can't say because he's also on my list but like i know and i'm like Ah. i know i need to read the last book so that i can so we can discuss and so i can understand but like from the from my point of view, the first and second book, like him in the first book, being there for Aglin and just being like, you know, I just, he's he's supposed to be like the bad character, but then I'm like, I can understand his point of view. And, you know, he's like trying to get back at everyone, being a bad guy, but I'm like, I have his like, his moment of happiness and true love. And we're getting his moment in the graphic novel. And I'm so excited for that. It's a gorgeous novel. If anyone's ever seen the like cover of it. Your eyes have been blessed. They really have. Like, if you don't see that and be like, yep, I need to pre-order that immediately. You might want to relook at it. Uh, it's just gorgeous. Um, besides the Darkling. You've got the other side of the coin, which is Nikolai, who is literally just like a ray of sunshine, and I love him so much. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a ray of sunshine, but he is the... the No, no, physically. Oh, literally, yeah. Literally, he's a ray of sunshine. I wasn't taking it literally. (laughs) Oh, sorry, no. I just, because in my mind, the Darkling's obviously all dark and brooding, and he's got like, just... But then I see Nikolai, and he's just all like this sunshine like, prince in comparison. So, literally, yeah. and then in comparison, he's a lot more like, they were finger guns. No one can see. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think we should be like doing like a video with this as well. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm always in my PJs. I'm literally in my pajamas, like, finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> I just make a gif of that one or is it a gif I don't however you want to say it anyway yeah Nikolai is I just love him he's so great he's just got like and you didn't like him at first and I was like hit 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 I didn't understand it okay I thought he was a complete ass until he until I started understanding his sarcasm and I was like oh sir like you have me hooked but yeah, no, Nikolai, I, I did not understand for a good chunk of time until I got to a certain point in the second book. And I was like, oh, I understand now. And then I was just like, hello, sir. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I was a book ahead and I was like, have you met Nikolai yet? And you're like, don't like him. And I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, just keep reading. You'll like him eventually. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. You warm to him. And then I texted you. Probably texted you like early, like three in the morning your time, being like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I understand you. It was that text. And then, so you had, there was like the Nikolai moment. And then when I was trying to explain to you the Darkling significance in book two, was it book two? 
Yeah. Yeah. And being like, oh, yeah, but the duckling's just, ah, and then he's, ah. And I was like, just just message me when you get there. And then I lay in there, like, I got woke up in the morning and I was like, yes, because you've got <laughs> it. And it was just like that moment you were like, this is why we're best friends, because you understand what, oh, ah, duckling, ee, ah, means. Yes, I do, because yeah. I went through those same exact moments and I was like, ah. Wow, I understand the struggle and like the journey. I just had I just had to have like my own like time to get there. Yeah. I'm just so glad that I finally got there and now I need to get to the third book so I can understand the the uh, moments of the darkling. But like I just I want him to have such a redeemable story and I hope he does. But I have a feeling he's not going to because he's the darkling, but I'm like you know what? Either way, I still like the dog on my book boyfriend list, no matter what. He's on mine, no matter what. Like, nope, hands down. Mm. You know what? I wish maybe she would like just come out with another another book or two, and just have it, you know, in game. <laughs> because fuck Mal, I cannot stand that character. Mm. Anywho, <laughs> that was my tangent. I do apologize. So. <laughs> Before we move too far away from Miss Bardugo, I also have Kaz Brecker from Six of Crows. I, in my head, Kaz is not 17. He is about 23, which makes this not weird. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, you have to make it, like, age-appropriate for yourself to exactly. read. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, Kaz is about... I don't like the fact that we're all 17, because it's just not realistic. He's, like, 23... I'm 22, there's no weirdness, he's great, and I can't, like, yeah, I just, I like him. Do you ever, like, when you're reading a book, like, and the author, like, says, like, the age, I'm like, okay, yeah, but for me, like, while reading it, there's no age. Yeah. Like, I picture them the same age as me when I'm reading it. It's annoying, because throughout the book, she's like, oh, yeah, and she's 16 and the 16 year old spy and then the 17 year old thief and it's like yeah i get it they're 17 but but they're not (laughs) yeah like for this moment while i'm reading it they're gonna be my age and age to me just to be like relatable and everything exactly that's kind of i think that's kind of like how i saw jeremy too i think that's how i was trying to explain it like even though he, you saw him as older and, like, being in his, like, parent moment, I was, like, I just kind of saw him with no age. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I'm reading it to Six of Crows as well because, like, I've heard so many things about Kaz and I'm, like, I want him to be on my list. But because I haven't met and read him yet, I'm, like, I, I can't yet, but I want to. He went on the list and I'm... I think I was, like, 50% of the way through. No, that's even a lie. I think I got, like, three chapters in and was, like, on the list. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to, like, put him on my list and understand why he's on there. I'm really, like, yes. Now I understand. Thank you. Someone else that we've both got in common is Dr. Carlson. Calling Dr. Carlson to the... No, he's not a medical doctor. Aww. I'm like, who? I was so confused for a second. I'm like, who are we talking about? Adam. Mr. Adam. From the love hypothesis. He's a doctor, though. 
Yeah, he's like a doctor from like. Yeah, no, but you always call him Mister Adler. Well, yeah, like he's a Mister. He's a doctor. Yeah. Doctor Mr. Adam. He can have all of he can have all of the names in his The King of Consent. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We love to see him mm-hmm. and his unyielding abs. Yes. And moving a truck. And the coffee dates. Someone who would respect my pumpkin spice but still disapprove. Exactly. My pumpkin spice obsession. Literally. Let's see. Let's see. Um. So yes, our doctor pumpkin spice is what we'll, we'll call him. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do we have any others that are the same? Uh. Let me tell. I don't think so. I think all the other ones are different. So do we want to just go every other? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want me to start? It's up to you. <laughs> okay. So besides um, our like all around favorites by like our top authors, um, one of mine that I really like, um, and this was like from high school, me, was Warner from Shatter Me. Just, he was one of my kind of first book boyfriends that I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for creating this character and being able to fall in love with them. Uh, so, Warner from Shatter Me, definitely. It's on my list. I think one of my first book boyfriends was probably Finnick O'Dare from The Hunger Games. I don't remember him. He's in book two. That's probably why. I didn't get very far in Hunger Games. I wish I could, though. They're good. He was. He's in book two. Um, in the film, he's played by Sam Claflin. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, he's cool. And some of, like, part of me still kind of likes Peter, but also Peter bugs me further in the books. I can't stand Peter from the get-go. Yeah, it's, I have, like, an icky relationship because I think part of me just likes it because it's Josh Hutchinson in the film. Yeah. But then <clears throat> he just really, really pisses me off at the end of the last book. So, yeah. I think he was, like, his character was the first time I ever, like, realized, like, a huge ick in men. And I was like, ew, no thanks. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but after the huge ick, I think that's when I kind of realized my first ever book boyfriend. And that was Augustus Waters from The Fault in Our Stars. And don't, don't judge. That was the, my younger self. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, he is a bad boy because, you know, he pulled out the cigarette and he was like, it's just the metaphor. <laughs> it, was a, it was a moment and it will for always be a moment for me. <laughs> and I know you're laughing at me and it's okay. 
even though I literally said no judgment. It's not judgment. It's pity. <laughs> pity? What the heck? I feel mm. sorry for baby Matty. Oh, he's about to don't feel sorry because no, we will not feel sorry for baby Maddie. Um, one of my other early boyfriends, no, one of my other early book boyfriends was Patch from Hush Hush. I read it when I was like 16, mm-hmm. and I was like, Ooh, Fallen Angel, hello. Mm-hmm. And then you got hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I recently finished the saga and I was like, yep, yeah, no, he never going away again. He's just like reignited. What's the saga? The Hush Hush saga. Wait, I'm confused. Because there's four books, correct? Yes. Okay. Maybe I'm confused. It's like the Twilight Saga. There's four books. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm being stupid. So you've got Hush Hush, um, Crescendo, Silence, and Finale. And mm-hmm. I think Crescendo or F- Silence are actually one of the worst books. And then it gets better. I can't remember. Crescendo's, yeah, one of them's great. And one of them's the best book in the series. And then the other one's the other one. I mean, that kind of happens, though, when, like, people are trying to draw it out, but it really doesn't need to be. No, I think, honestly, it's, like, I can't remember the way it was. I don't know if the third book is the best book. Um, I'll find out for you later. But they're good books. I recommend I recommend Angel books, because I like Fallen Angels, but they are very YA-y now, like... Yeah. That's it's... okay. I still want to read it. It's a bit cringe when you're like, oh no, she's got some high school problems. Oh no. And we don't fought you for that. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think. A couple of friends. But he's also, he, technically, no. He's like over 100 because he's a fallen angel. So that one's not got the ick to it. It's fine. We're all good. Remember, we don't, we don't look at age when they mention it. <laughs> I think Crescendo is the best book, and that's book two. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have them all in hardcover, and one of them special limited number 441 out of 500. Yeah. What? I got it for pound fifty. I'm jealous. That's so cool. Yeah. And then I got... Um, so it was because I ordered... I had... No, what did I do? I'd read Hush Hush, so I was like, well, I'll just buy the next two online. So I ordered the first one and it came in paperback. I ordered the second two, they came in hardback. And then I ordered the final one and that came in paperback. So it gave me the ick on my shelf. And I had to get rid of books one and four and get rid of them. But then I found book four, which was like the special edition, sign number 400 and something. And I got it for £1.50. And then I went to a different charity shop on the other side of the country, which sounds really dramatic, but it was just because I went to uni down south and I live up north. And I found Hush Hush, four for a pound, and I got four books, and therefore it was 25p for a hardcover copy of Hush Hush. That's so lucky. Wow. 25 pence. 
I want. Which is like a quarter of a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you, I... once you do the math. You what? I said once you do the math. It's literally that. four bucks for a pound. And like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a still. Exactly. And I got some other good books that day as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm chewing on a bonbon. <laughs> They're so good. Is it the Vimto ones? Mm-hmm. I can't get them over here. What, like, no. ever? No, that's why I sent them. I can, I'll stock up on Vimto things for you. Yes. And then you need to send me a list of what you want me to stock up on. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can do a big box. Oh, okay. You don't need to. <laughs> I mean, I can. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, right. I don't know. Um, do you get... This sounds really random, but my friend sent me them, and I don't know if they're a Canadian thing. Do you get cinnamon Oreos? Mm, no. Ah, <gasps> so good. I think they must be Canadian. I mean, we might. I don't go through the Oreo aisle, so... <gasps> Mm-mm. Oreos are like okay, but they're not my favorite, so. Oh no, these, because they're cinnamon, they are good. Hmm. I can get them on Amazon, but obviously they're never the same on Amazon. Do you remember the, um, the Swedish fish that I sent you? Yes. So, the red flavor, like the traditional ones, they came out with a Swedish fish Oreo. And at one point, I was obsessed with those. Ew. It was different. But, like, it tasted just like a Swedish fish. Like, you couldn't even tell it was an Oreo. Is Walmart American? Yeah. Walmart's actually originated from Arkansas. Well, they sell them there, apparently. (laughs) Huh. So, yeah, then I can look for you. Thank you. They come up, like, Amazon and Walmart, and obviously we we don't have Walmart or American Amazon. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I will have yeah. a think though, because I forget American sweets exist sometimes. <laughs> They're not the best. Neither are the English ones. I mean, at least I don't have artificial flavoring. Don't. No, I guess we don't. <laughs> no, don't, don't. That's what your mom's telling me. <laughs> Anywho, more high school crushes from books. Um, Pierre Kavinsky from... What's the series by Ginny Heim? To all the boys I've loved before. Yes, that one. I couldn't remember the title for a second. He was such a cutie. I couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with him. I was like, yep. I'll remember you for always. Um, as in, like, always and forever. Always and forever. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that when I said it. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> but no, he was so cute. I was like, um, you're a sweetheart. I had one more, I think, that was, like, from my, like, high school readings. I was like, yep. And don't fault me for this, but Prince Maxon from The Selection. He's not the best character. But at the time I was reading The Selection, I was like, yep. I I wish I, I could, I wish he was real. Because he's a prince and, like, all these things. But he definitely wasn't, like, he's controversial. I can't judge you because I've not read them. Oh. So, 
yeah they're just i remember i don't i don't think they must have been that popular here when they came out but i remember seeing them on tiktok and it was marketed as the bachelor meets like cinderella or something and i was like no yeah it is very marketed like that no. it's definitely like a young adult read i mean so that's why i said like don't fault yeah. me because i read it when i was younger yeah before it became popular on tiktok i mean i read this when like the series wasn't even like really known yeah and i was like oh my gosh this was like when i was in my dystopian era and i was getting into the fantasy <laughs> stuff and i mean i don't care for the bachelor or the bachelorette but for this one i was like oh my gosh the tea the drama i need it and it was being like the it girl but not really wanting to be the it girl from the mm-hmm. main character which her name was America, and I was, like, so confused. Because when I first started reading it, like, the first chapter is the introduction of her. And I'm like, why are we talking about America? And then I realized it was the character's name, and I was like, well, this is stupid. I think I remember someone on TikTok commenting on, like, one of, like, the trends. And it was like, what book character do I look like? And someone was like, you look like America. <laughs> Delete. Comment. <laughs> I've not read the book. I've not read the book, but I know I don't want to be related to that, so delete that, please. Yeah. No, like, she's supposed to have, like, the super red hair, and, like, she looks like the egg girl, but she doesn't want to be the egg girl. Oh, no, that's not me. (laughs) Like, when you think of America, basically, that's how the author was trying to put a person to look like. Ew. Yeah, but, like, in (laughs) princess form, and it was just not it. The America blonde. In my head, print like America the country would be blonde. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And she'd sound like she was from Texas. <laughs> it depends on where from Texas, because you can sound like very up north for, if you're from Texas, or you can have the super southern accent, like no, the super southern accent, like worse than me. Yeah, but yours is nice. Thanks. You're welcome. I try not to sound too hick. <laughs> like from the backyard woods all this uh makes me want to throw up what do you think england would look like not that anyone should ever try to name their child england or book character <laughs> a book character england um there's too many londons like hair color wise yeah probably like a dirty blonde Almost brown, but not not there. Yeah, I mean, Ireland and Scotland are obviously redheads. I mean, you can't fault that. <laughs> no. And that's why it's I... heritage, though. Which is why I'm a redhead. Yeah. I, I, would say... like... I mean, I have some, I have some Irish into me, but not, not into enough. You? Huh? Do you want to re-say that? Yeah. I have some Irish uh, heritage, but not a whole bunch. (laughs) I had some Irish into me. (laughs) I mean, it is DNA. It's in you. Oh, no, but it just sounded rather sexual. (laughs) I 
had some Irish into me. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about book boyfriends. Well, that's what I mean. It was kind of on topic, but also kind of a lot. When I read The Infernal Devices, I think I was still kind of teenagery, and Jem Carstairs was just so lovely. Obviously, everyone was like, yeah, Will, Will. But for some reason, Jem just stuck with me, and he was just so pure. And I love Will, but yeah, Jem just, he just... He has a place in my heart. And so does Ian from The Host. I was going to ask you, The Infernal Devices, that is the second, like, that's, that's the, the first prequels of City of Bones. Okay, yeah. I was trying to remember where that was from, the character. But you've, you've got to read, um, it's really annoying, I think you've got to read, like, up to book six or book five and then read The Infernal Devices because... One of the last books of the Mortal Instruments spoils the end of Infernal Devices. <gasps> no! And I didn't know! Oh. So, yeah. so basically, I need to read them by published date, not by series. No, I actually don't even know if it's by published date. I will look into it for you, though. Okay. Because, uh, like, I, wouldn't, I definitely need to get into it, especially since the new one's been, like, announced. Uh, like the photo of it yeah um so it i mean epic reads suggests reading it one two three infernal devices one two infernal devices and then mortal instruments four infernal devices two mortal instruments five infernal devices three mortal instruments six okay because like i know they all kind of they all kind of deal with the same realm but time frame is different yeah it's just because there's like some crossover with like the immortal characters obviously not like mm-hmm. normal ones but um yeah there's just i read it wrong but yeah i would do before the last book make sure that you've read the infernal devices and the the, the last like i think it's clockwork princess i think or clockwork angel it breaks your heart everyone says it breaks your heart and i cry and it's just so beautiful. And my copies are so battered. It makes me so sad because they're just such good books. But I used to carry them to school. So my school bag used to be absolute trash. And then all the books are like battered beyond hell, which is quite sad. Oh, I really want to reread them. I mean, I when I read them, you should you can reread them. Haven't got the time for all the books. No. Someone like, <laughs> please pay me to sit and read my TBR. Yeah, instead of having a nine to five job, we'll just sit and read for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we'll pay me twenty four k to do that, and I'll be so grateful. Anyway, my are all yours. So okay, have we got any fantasy boyfriends left before we move on to others? Uh, yes. I've got a couple of them. And when I mean by a couple, I literally mean two. <laughs> um, Reed from Serpent and Dove. Absolutely loved him. I thought he was going to be like such a prune. But prune? No. Like a prune. Have you ever heard of that? Like a shriveled up piece of fruit? Yeah, a prune. Like they don't. They're not experienced or anything like that. Prude or prune? Both. <laughs> like, 
Oh. Which one are you saying? Like, the, like I was referring like the fruit. I was referring like the fruit. Okay. Maybe this is maybe it's a slang term that we just use over here. Anywho, um, I'll I like that. that. Can I call people prune? It's a great. I like being able to find words that could insult people without them knowing. <laughs> Yo, you're a prune. Bye. I learned that from my grandparents. Like you're such a prune. I'm like, what? And they're like, you're just like, I don't know. Because I know prude is very much like no sex, kind of like very proper, but. Yeah. Prude. Anyhow. Sorry. He's just very, he was a very innocent looking man. That's what he sounded like. And then Shelby Murray. No spoilers. Oh, this is not a spoiler. I was just going to say that uh, she created a very fine character. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to read him. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. But um, don't. My other other character from fantasy is Castile from from Blood and Ash. That's on the TV. That man is spicy. Ooh. Spicy. Maybe coming off the TBR sooner than we thought. I mean, I, I've kind of been hinting at that one for a bit for you, but I've heard some things about the series, um, so I don't know how well I'm going to love it when I keep reading it. I have the first two books. Yeah, because that's I, probably what matters. I impulse depressed by... Um, a couple of years ago when they came out onto like and TikTok was like, oh my god, and I was like, add to cart. Yeah. You know, I, I did that too. That's how I, I found that was from TikTok. Yeah. And uh I do not I don't know how it's gonna get in the third book. I've stopped at the second, but I've heard some things and I'm like, no. No, 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 no spoilers. <laughs> Is that the one with Poppy? Yes, Poppy. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't think I've heard, and if I have, I haven't retained any spoilers or anything for these books. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been spoiled a, a bit, but I also kind of knew things were going to happen. Um, but I'll stop there because, <laughs> yeah, I can't talk about anything unless you've read it. Okay, so my kind of final few fantasy boyfriends are Eden from Spin the Dawn, because he was just and, like, magical. And he was great. He had one of those personalities that you could just vibe with, and I just wish he was real. And then he was such a nice, like, man. (laughs) I need to read that one. Oh, so good. So good. Love them so much. Um, yeah, so he's great. And then a bit of a throwback to Younger Me Again was Jest from Heartless by Marissa Mayer because A, who doesn't love a retelling? B, it's the Queen of Hearts. And C, 
he was just amazing. Like, just, yeah. 18. I need to read that nope. one. Nope. Nope. I was going to say, I need to read that one. Because I forget that one's an Allison uh, retelling. So good. I mean, it's a, it's Queen of Hearts prequel origin story. Mm-hmm. So it's good. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I have the the Dorian that no one is aware of. Which is Dorian Clave from the Darklight series, which was um it was free on Kindle Unlimited back in like 20, 20, 2019, 2020, and I read all eight books on Kindle Unlimited. Oh my gosh. Eight wow. Yeah. But she just kept popping out the books and I was like, oh wait, no. Um I think they're on book nine now, but I do I loved them. And then I think I had to wait a little bit for one of the books because I wasn't, I didn't have Kindle, so I had to wait until I got Kindle Unlimited again. And I kind of fell out of it, but the first few books were like so good and so kind of like encapturing, so captivating. Yeah. Yeah. They were so captivating, but it's like vampires, obviously. Um, It's me. (laughs) It's not a vampire book, what's going on? Something's changed. Um, But it was vampires mixed with american military um it it was odd mixed with some sci-fi but it's a combo it was when i say american military it was like a specific division that was dedicated to kind of like you know like the supernatural does that make sense like kind of yeah so they had like i can see where it's at there was like this division of like soldiers that were there they were tasked with sorting out this um like vampire situation and then the vampires came from this like other side of like a fold of like air and then they had like these two worlds and oh my god actually just thinking about it i can't believe how much these books like i can't think of the word like how underrep not underrep how under how unknown these books are. Like, I don't know anyone that's read these books. And they're actually really good and really, really clever. And just Dorian was, like, the lead vampire. And then the whole, like, even the vampire, like, blood, like, sucking, letting, like, the blood, it wasn't, like, they didn't suck the blood of anyone. They, like, vampires only fed off the evil and then they weren't killing them. They were draining the evil out of their souls and that's what they fed on. Hmm. It was just so good. If you've got Kindle Unlimited, I recommend Darklight by Becca Forrest. Yeah. Just give it a read. Definitely. (laughs) The weird vampire science mixed with enemies to lovers and yeah. Really good world building. Love good world building. And it's world building in the clouds. In the clouds. No, okay. it sounds good and it's like a different take on vampires i like that that's why i liked it it was something refreshing but yeah 100 percent would recommend but don't expect like flawless writing because it's a kindle unlimited self-published author yeah just to be there it's not like difficult to read but they're chunky books like they're not quick reads they like they are if you're like into them but they're not like short books they're good She's got loads of books, but anyway, sidetrack. Who have we got left then? 
Um, I've got quite a few. Um, Take it so away. I'll just, kind of, I'll just kind of list them off because they've been like recent reads for this year. Um, but Brendan and Fox. Um, Brendan is from It Happened One Summer. And then Fox is from Hook, Line, and Sinker, the sequel, which is the sister's book. Um, absolutely loved these fishermen. Um, fishermen. Yes, they're fishermen. And okay. Yeah. So basically, like, that's their job. They go out and get oh, right, okay. fish. Not like mermaids. <laughs> oh, good old Tarion. <laughs> the anatomy on that would be a little different. <laughs> um. <laughs> anywho, um, I really enjoyed them. They were they were like nice light reads, and like I just needed the romance. Um. As well as, let's see, um, Ivan from, uh, was it from Luca with Love? He was also just like, I needed a light read. And it, it just, yeah. It was another book boyfriend to fall in love with. He was so wholesome, but unexpected in a sense. Because, like, I mean, you go into it knowing it's a slow burn. But, yeah. Um, and then I have Pike from Birthday Girl, which I know you do not like the story. Gives me the Whatsoever. But I couldn't help but fall in love with Pike. And then my last one is Dominic from the X-Talk. I read that one earlier on this year. Um... I really don't have a reason for him being on the list, but I liked his character. And I was like, you know what? You're just another one to remember. And can't fault me for it. Because I'll reread it again. <laughs> yeah, what about you? So my last one is, and it was from a book that I probably wouldn't have bought without the hype and then I wouldn't have read because I, but I read it because I needed a read. And I can't believe I'd never read it up until that point because this book was absolutely flawless. Take look at it from where the crawdads sing. And if you watch the film before you read the book, then never watch the film before you read the book. And don't do it for this film because this book was so beautiful that it just deserves hype as a book before people hype about the film. And when I, I know it had TikTok hype, but it needs it. It needs to never, ever fade. Well, it's been on like number one like i want to say top 50 or something like that since it's been published and that's maybe four years ago Good. so like it's been popular since it's come out it yeah but yeah I just... okay then so that i mean for now as of today that is our book boyfriend list yes and you know we do have a lot but that's okay and the list is just going to keep growing the more we read. Because uh, we're book sluts. And we don't care. And we're proud of it, okay? 100%. If you're also a book slut, you should go onto our Instagram and just, like, type on our post. And just be like, me too. Or, just, you know, just to join in on it. 
And if you're listening on Spotify, then drop a reply into the Q&A and tell us who your number one, okay, maybe not number one, that's hard, maybe your top three, who your top three book boyfriends are. Yeah, or maybe like one that we haven't listed and you recommend us to fall in love with. Yeah, because why not? Just add them to the list. (laughs) Okay, so... We hope you enjoyed this. A little bit different than our usual book discussions. But yeah, just sharing our... Our appreciation for men written by women. Yes. And we will... Catch you on the flip side. Listen in soon to hear us continue to embarrass ourselves on a podcast. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Bye!